0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Chasing the Light. Thank you so much for tuning in again this week. This week, we have the honor of having some very special guests with us. We have the Footman family, and I have had the privilege and honor of knowing this family for several years now as I served their son during my time as a teacher of the visually impaired. And we want to say hello to, first, Tiffany and J.J., Hi, oh. Tiffany and JJ. How are we doing? Hi. Thank. You. Hi. Thank you for joining us. And then the most special of the guests is Mr. Dominic. Hi, Dominic. Hello. <laughs> Welcome, buddy. I think my parents
1: are the most special.
0: I I agree. I think your parents are very special, and I think that is why we picked your family to be on here to interview first because. You guys are very special and awesome, and I want to start by asking you, Dominic, um, to tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Um, I am, I take karate, and I do science
0: videos. You do science videos, yeah, and 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 that's awesome, buddy. And so, can you tell our listeners how you and I met?
1: We, we met, I think it was in second grade. And uh, I got introduced by one of my still uh, vision teachers, but she mm-hmm. has vision. Right. And, and, Buddy, what
0: can you tell us about your vision diagnosis and your vision condition?
1: One of my diagnosis is Piers Anomaly. And it is a rare case, and congenital glaucoma in the left eye, you have that in both
2: eyes. which one was this? Will you want me to help you out? Yes, okay. Yeah, yeah, go <laughs> ahead <Anthony. laughs> So Dominic was born with congenital glaucoma, coupled with congenital corneal opacity, mm-hmm. in which he does also have Peter's anomaly and he has a condition called microphthalmia in his left eye.
1: And that's the one I was trying to figure out. <laughs> microphthalmia in the left eye. That one makes one of my eyes look big and one of them look small.
0: Right? And and buddy, you did an awesome job describing your vision condition. So that that's great. Can you tell us a little bit about how those diagnoses affect your vision? Can-
1: the, the four conditions make me not see that far.
3: At first, he was able to see, like, colors and shapes. He, he used to see a lot better than he does right now. But they're saying it's like having uh, a layer of Vaseline over your eyes and trying to look through it. So everything's foggy, but you can see the image on front of you. Right.
2: So essentially, he can see light color and shadow. Um However, his condition is degenerative. So wow. at this time, there there is no cure for sh- congenital glaucoma. Um, well, Dominic's extreme case of congenital glaucoma. Um, so we do know that eventually he will most likely go completely dark. Um, but so far, we've been able to keep the light coming in for 10 years. And we're just really trying to maintain that light coming in as long as we can
0: right and and I think that's kind of what I was getting at Dom like how you and I had met is you know that um I was one of your vision teachers for a period of time and um you know we were helping you with different things in school um as a result of your blindness and Um, I think we're going to talk later on about some of the special tools and everything that you use in school to help you. Um, But Mr. Zach's going to go ahead and ask the next question.
4: Hey, everybody. Yes. So I'm here, too. Uh, Lindsay's husband, Zach. Uh, she hasn't yet introduced me, but, but I'm here, too. Um, so I'm going to ask a couple of questions to uh, Tiffany and JJ and Dominic. So, uh, Dominic, this questions for you. And I wanted to know uh, what are what some of the challenges are that you encounter during your school day?
0: Like maybe you get a little disoriented when you're walking around the school sometimes and you might take the wrong turn or go in the wrong door or something of that nature. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. Okay. Okay. And and buddy, what do you what do you use to help you whenever you are navigating throughout the school?
1: It is called a cane. A cane. Yeah, and and what does that do? How does that help you? If I swipe it correctly, then I'll be able to hit the things that are in front of me before I hit them.
4: That's right. Do you hit. Do you hit the things or do you hit the people?
1: <laughs> Both.
4: Both.
0: That's right. They need to get out of your way, don't they?
1: Uh, no, they do not. <laughs> uh,
4: all right. Well, is there a follow-up question? Yeah, I'll just I'll just follow that up and ask Tiffany and JJ what they think. Uh, some of the challenges are that Dominic encounters in school each day.
3: I think his biggest challenge is just. Uh trying to keep up with everybody else because he 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 sees himself as or he is just like everybody else but he he wants to be the have the pack to to do everything
4: so you're very very independent you want to do everything at the same speed as everyone else or faster absolutely yes. and
3: he does most of the time
2: <laughs> and down to their familiar a little haphazardly but you know <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, I,
0: I totally get that buddy. And, um, you know, I think you do great in school. Um, and you know, we talk a lot and you have a a wonderful O&M instructor and Miss Melanie and you guys kind of get to go out and do some other things outside of the school too, don't you? What are, what are some of those kind of things you get to do with Miss Melanie whenever you do O&M outside of your
4: school?
1: Uh, I get to walk around and I have
0: to cross streets. Yeah. Are you doing a good job with that this year? Yes. And sometimes you guys get to go out and go get some lunch or get to go to the chocolate store, right? Yes.
3: And go shop. And
0: yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. You, you like your field trips with Miss Melanie. There's definitely some perks that he
2: gets. I think it was probably about two years ago when Dominic first, I think, really started to realize that he had that he was handicapable and he came home one day and he said, Mom, I just I just want to be like everybody else. I think it was actually after he had gotten um, he had gotten in trouble with Miss Melanie for Mm -hmm. not using his cane and laying his cane down and just wanting to go out on the playground and, and run. And he was getting hurt and he just came home and he says, Mom, I just I I just want to be like everybody else. And I said, Dominic, your cane makes you just like everybody else. Right. And he said, you know, but I just want to see. And I said, you know, you this is exactly who you're meant to be. Like right. he has no idea how much impact he has on the world. I understand he's 10 years old. He at this point. You know, he's he doesn't see the bigger picture outside of, you know, his 10 year old world. But for us to see how he impacts the school system and his peers at school and the the other adults that he comes into contact with, he's changing perspectives across our whole co- county and state just in his ability to go out and smile and go through his day and, you know, come across these obstacles and just overcome them the way that he does for a blind student to be in a fourth grade mainstream classroom, you know, with a little bit, you know, of, of help on the outside, um, you know, from the special ed department and, in the school, but, you know, for him to be able to do that and to bring home, bring us home straight A's, is is incredible and it's just really a testament to dominic and how he sees life and goes out and and gets through it
0: yeah there's not a doubt in our mind that he's remarkable and I it did not take me long to recognize that within a couple minutes of meeting him for the first time to see how special he was and how much he had to offer to the world and what beautiful bright future is ahead of him and you know for you and and JJ Tiffany like that's that's a lot of you guys I mean you guys are amazing parents and you have found this sweet spot and balance for him of you know allowing him to go out and you know do the things that the typically cited students are doing yet you're still you know acknowledging his visual impairment so you found this balance and you advocate for him but yet you still hold him to high expectations that he doesn't get away with things so um you know that's that didn't take me long to realize that about him and about your family and that's why I think you guys are just such a unique and and special family that's why I wanted you guys to be on here before anybody else, because you know you guys are just awesome. Well,
2: so do we think the same about you. We miss you terribly.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm I'm seeing Mr. Dominic every day, for sure. Um, I'll let Mr. Zach go ahead and ask his next question.
4: All right. So Dominic, back to you. We'll, we'll go back. We'll let you do some talking now. So we we talked about how you use your cane in school and how that's a helpful tool. What are some other helpful tools that you that you use.
1: Uh some other helpful tools that I use in school are uh it's something called a Polaris. It's not the four wheeler. It's
4: <laughs> not <laughs> the So what does the Polaris do?
1: The Polaris uh is like a computer, but it talks.
2: Explain no explain a little bit more about it. Oh.
1: Um it. It is a uh, very ha- handy capability device <laughs> that uses the Braille writer keys to write.
2: And then what else can you do with it?
1: Oh, you can also send emails and use a calculator.
2: And what's at the bottom of it? <laughs> what's at the bottom of the Polaris? There's a little strip there so that he can actually hold my neck, read, no, read the Braille, read buddy. Exactly. <laughs> <the bottom. laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, we what's what is the thing that you plug into it, bud? What does that do? Do you remember? I, I know you use that still. See? Yeah. Yeah. A flash drive, you put the flash drive in. And what happens when you put the flash drive in? What can you do?
1: You can put files on that flash drive.
0: Mm-hmm. And then what? Whenever you go to open those files, you can read it in two different ways.
1: You can read it uh, with their fingers. or
0: That's right. That's right. And that is a pretty handy tool. What about some of your other tools that you use? Uh,
1: I'm a brow writer. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And
0: um, what about like I know you and Miss Melanie and O and M use some things, some tactile things. Can you tell us a little bit about oh. those kind of materials for mapping?
1: Oh, uh, uh, tactile stuff. And have a soft piece, and we can make tactile maps.
2: So mm-hmm. we know where we're going. So, you right, different textures and different ridges and feels to them. Yes.
4: Hey, Dominic, I think I remember uh, Miss Lindsay told me about it last year. Uh, something that you used for math. Oh goodness. Is this is there something that you used for math that you that you really liked? I think it was an abacus. Oh
3: goodness. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
4: Can you describe Can you describe what an abacus uh, feels like to you and and how you use it?
1: An abacus is like um wires, but it has beads on them.
4: Mm-hmm. And uh, what's it used for? Is it like a is it like a calculator? Yes. How
3: do you use it like a calculator though?
1: Oh, so there's um it count it counts by a lot of numbers and <clears throat> uh I uh if you put that one up it actually uh shows the number so there's like ones tens hundred thousands
2: okay so each row of beads is a different tens place
1: yes
0: okay right right yeah that that's a good explanation of it there right, i got it that's right you you had a lot of tools in math you had a you know you had rulers you had braille rulers and Number lines and braille um, tiles. Yeah. You had, you had all all kinds of, did you say fraction tiles? Is that what you said? Yes. Yep. Yep. I remember the, the braille fraction tiles. Uh, what other subjects? Is there anything else that you might use in some of the other subjects? Uh, like, what do you do?
1: Um, in- with with Ms. Cecil. We sometimes I have to bring in a device that beeps and it beeps to make a sound to um tell me to go to it or tell me to not go to it nice is that something new this year yeah uh yes
0: okay because I know the beep ball you you minded the beep ball last year that it was um a little bit too loud, and it kind of annoyed you with that whenever they tried using that in P.E.
1: uh huh.
3: What, what's the name of the game that you guys play there that we did at the School for the Blind? Do you remember? Yes. What's it called? Goal Ball?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh- that's cool. How'd you like that? Oh, that was really cool last year. We're doing it this year.
2: She now has it as part of her curriculum, I do believe. Done. Um, yeah. So um, the kids get blindfolded and play goal ball because um, so yeah. it's a sport for Dom. <laughs> yeah, that's
4: awesome. I love that. All right, you're going to have to explain it, Dom. You're going to have to explain it to everybody that's listening.
1: Goal ball is kind of like soccer, but you're wearing blindfolds, and the the soccer ball has
2: uh, beads in it. And where do you position your body?
4: On, on the ground. On the ground. So, I what is, are you laying on the
1: ground? No.
2: Yeah, lay on the. Yes, you do the block the
1: ball. Uh, I didn't know that.
0: I believe that's an Olympic sport as well. I, I'm pretty sure that that's an Olympic sport now. All
4: right, hey Dominic. So you you were talking about um about something called Braille. Uh, so what do you what do you like and dislike about about learning braille?
1: Braille is like a code that people cannot read unless they're blind,
3: or in the same. Yeah, <laughs> what do
1: you what do you like about it, buddy? Uh, and that's basically all. Oh, also, uh, that I can I uh, I can read something, uh, with my fingers.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool.
4: And it, oh, so it's like you—it's like you know something that other people don't. Is that what you like about it?
1: Correct.
0: <laughs> what do you dislike about it?
1: That when I don't get that when I can't know a word when I don't know a word, uh, I am not able to ask someone.
0: Like if Miss Melanie or Miss Trina's not with you, it's it's hard to
3: like decode that. Yes. You can't you, you, that ask yeah. anybody to read the brow for you because they don't know your secret code.
1: No, but my teacher um does have the buy the books and she buys the print version just because of that reason <gasps> That's
0: awesome. So she can help you then whenever you're you're reading and everything.
1: Yes, I am reading Magic Treehouse 23. Nice. They're great
0: books, aren't they? Mm hmm. Good job, buddy.
1: Thank
4: you. <laughs> so, Dominic, how do how do other how do other students in your classes treat you at school?
1: They treat um they treat me very nicely. Well, can you can you give us an example of how they might treat you nicely? Um they they do not um exclude me from games just because I'm blind.
0: That that's awesome, buddy. That's a great answer. That's right. And you know what? I've had the the privilege to be able to be in the classroom with you for a couple years and I saw how wonderful your students were your your peers were with you I mean they um like you said they always included you and really they always wanted to help more than you really needed them or wanted them to help at times because you are very determined and independent um so yes I, I think you've been very blessed to have a great group of students around you going through school
1: yeah
4: Dominic, uh, is there anything that bothers you about the way others interact with you at
1: school? Uh, yes. So when people uh, talk about my blindness behind my back rudely, it irritates me when I hear it.
0: Sure, buddy. That's totally understandable. Yeah. Definitely.
4: Can you can you uh, follow up on anything with that, Tiffany or, or JJ? Anything that kind of bothers you as parents? About how other students interact with Dominic
3: at school? Well, I mean, not only at school, like out, out, in, out in public, you'll see a lot of kids that just come up and they'll just like stare at them and, and, and not really knowledgeable of, of what's going on. Or they'll they'll look at him and be like, what's wrong with your eyes? Mm-hmm. Like, That's the biggest thing that bothers them is when people have never met him before and don't know anything about him. they'll come up and say, what's wrong with your eyes? And that, that usually upsets them quite a lot.
2: Yeah, we uh, we absolutely love to educate people and we enjoy when people come up and, you know, genuinely ask, like, what kind of condition or, you know, is is he blind, you know, if with an a genuine question, we're always, you know, happy to e- explain exactly what he can see, how he interacts, things like that, um, and educate people. But there is, you know, a certain level of respect. Um, and what I think a lot of people don't realize is because of his blindness, his hearing is heightened. So even if they're in the next aisle over and they're whispering, usually Dominic can still hear them. Right, I, and I
0: will say I I can think of an instance um when when you were in the second grade, Dom, um, and I'm sure you'll remember this. There was uh, another student. You and I were coming back from um vision, and there was another student who had come to the room to to get us, and the student started pulling on your cane and stuff, and. And we and we were like, no, you can't. You know, you can't touch the cane. Well, at, at first, Tom, um, you weren't saying anything because you were only in the second grade, and you're still learning how to and when to stand up for yourself and advocate for yourself. And um, you know, I, I just remember like something shooting through me, being like, oh, get your hands off of his cane right now, kid. Um, but I had to, like, keep my cool and be like, no, no, like, we don't touch his cane. He uses that. That's how he is getting from this place to that place. And he doesn't need your help doing it. So um, yeah. I know, like, as just in the the short amount of time that I was with Dominic, there were different instances that um, kind of <laughs> sent something through me where I had to kind of step in and use it as like a educating moment as well with the other students so that they you know weren't invading his personal space and letting
2: him do what he needed to do absolutely and I kind of explained it to some children in the manner in which if Dominic reached out and tried to poke you in the eye I would stop him you can't those are that's his eyes you can't you can't just reach out and grab all right Because, you know, that's something that he desperately needs and any jerk movement of that cane could make him think that he's about to run into something or step off a curb or, you know what I mean? Anything like that. And it could be, you know, uh, it could absolutely affect his ability to get around safely. Right.
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We we did it. We did a whole a whole podcast entry about uh, misconceptions and interactions and. Lindsay asked what my perspective was when these certain things happen, and I'm sure we could do an entire episode or more on what it's what it's like when it's your child that that you're you're trying to protect from from kind of the ignorance of the world.
2: Yeah, there there's definitely some challenges there because, of course, the mama bear in me comes out and I I can't tell you how many times I'm just uh, just baffled by the fact of how many sighted people do not pay attention to the surroundings around them. Right, the gift that they have of seeing and getting through life every day, they take it for granted, and they will walk right, right in front of him with his cane, and oh, 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 I'm sorry, I didn't see you. I, clearly, <laughs> yeah,
0: right. Oh, I know. We should, we should definitely have another <laughs> episode <laughs> just on that kind of stuff. All
4: right. Well, on that note, let's pivot. Let's pivot, Dominic. Can you please share something that's positive about living with blindness?
1: Living with blindness is uh I don't have to see disgusting things when other people have to <laughs>
4: <laughs> You don't have to see all the ugly people walking around your school.
1: <laughs> oh my god.
3: <laughs> you don't have to see mom and dad anchor faces and
0: Oh Yeah. I feel
3: like they're how about houses. how
0: about you, Tiffany and JJ? How about do you guys have anything about you know, positives.
3: I mean, just, just from Dominic's standpoint, I feel like one, one thing that's really cool for being blind is like, he is one crazy individual in himself. Like there's no one else like him. Like there's nobody else that's going to do the things that he can do. Like, and he has just set out to achieve the world.
0: Well, and I I think you will, buddy. We've had many conversations about how bright of a future you have ahead of you. So,
2: Absolutely. you're on the right path, bud, for sure. And definitely I think I have a couple. I can tell you how amazing it is to go through a grocery store, go through Target, go through anywhere and there's never a temper tantrum. Mhm. There's never a I want that right now. It's <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine that. For for one for two, I've always really been thankful for the fact that because of Dominic's blindness, I do know at the end of the day that the people that will be in his life from now on through his life will be genuine people. They'll be genuinely because they love who he is as a human being and, you know, how he thinks and how he interacts. And there's it, it. it takes a special soul to see the beauty that is behind, you know, physical appearance and he gets the beauty of seeing everyone for their heart instead of their face first.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. That, yep. And see, I told you the first time—the first time I ever heard you talk, Tiffany, was you were on a meeting. Like I, it was like the first couple weeks of me being a teacher, and you were on a meeting with Miss Melanie. Of course, it was during COVID times, so it was virtual. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting across the desk and just heard you on there talking, and I was like. Oh, my gosh. Like, I was in tears listening to you talk about your perspective of blindness and and this amazing son of yours who I'd never even met at that point. And I just thought it was just such a special and beautiful perspective um, to have because I know there are plenty of parents that might, you know, look at it a completely different way or reject it or... um you know, just, just not have that perspective. So, um, you know, I appreciate hearing that as someone, you know, who also is visually impaired to just, just to see you guys, your family, your whole family's perspective and how it has carried over into Dominic.
2: It's really, really sweet. I love that. I appreciate you saying that because, you know, it took, it took some time to get there. It took some. Time, I'm sure both JJ and I to get there. And what we discovered along the way, at the end of the day, we had to essentially we had to grieve. We had to mourn right. loss of the the child that we thought we were going to have, so that we could accept the child that God gave us and raise him in the manner in which he was meant to be raised. Because at the end of the day, he was given to us for a reason. And I do believe that that reason is because between the both of us, we both have great strengths. We also have weaknesses, but we have we both have great strengths in making sure that that Dominic develops in a very well-rounded way and achieves the skills that he needs to do this life without us.
4: All right. So if we haven't already touched on it, which we've 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 touched on a lot, uh, what what do you guys want people to know about blindness?
1: Uh, mom and dad, you can go first.
3: <laughs> yeah, you're no different than anybody else, and you, you're doing a lot of things more than everybody else that nobody else even realizes.
1: Yeah, definitely.
3: want you to know about some of the things you're doing right now. What's your new thing? Yeah, buddy.
1: Go ahead. <laughs> I'm doing karate. Yeah? Tell us about it, buddy. What do you do when you go to karate? Um, I... Um, I have someone actually blind like me.
3: His, t-
2: his, tra- his trainer is blind as well. Yeah. That's amazing. I For us to find, uh, and, like, we just, we have this community in our small little town of, you know, other adults with visual impairments as well as other children, but, you know, just it's so essential for him to you know realize that he's not the only there's millions of blind people in the world and you know even though we're in this tiny little spot in West Virginia just to find a small community for him to feel like he's not alone in this is just really important to us because as much as we want to say we understand we don't we don't and you know he he has his own little community going and they empower him and they show him that, you know, outside of us telling him that he's capable, that he really is capable. It's so and in, in just incredible to watch. Um, but I'd say one thing that I'd like everyone to know about blindness would be that handicapped doesn't mean incapable.
0: Well, I think it's awesome that you're doing karate buddy. I know you you talked about it starting it last year and everything, but um, I'm glad you're doing that and and you're having fun with it definitely, good. Have you um karate chopped a block in half yet uh, he's
3: He's got the test board
0: for real yeah. Oh, my goodness. When you do that, you guys got to send a video because I got to see you karate chopping a block and a half. That will be quite impressive.
3: I've got I've got one for him right now that, that uh, I'm going to try to edit it up and start putting it on his uh, channel.
0: Nice. Well, speaking of channels, do you want to tell us a little bit about your
1: little platform, Mr. Dom, your channels? So it could be called Dominic's Water Lab. It's probably it's dominic's wonders or dominic's
3: one we're thinking about changing it to dominic's wonders because he's trying to incorporate some of the other things he does like at first we were just doing it for science and chemistry and things like that but now i was doing karate and we do a lot of like geocaching and like we go places and and things along those lines so we're contemplating just calling it dominic's wonders
0: yeah, that will be good. And you guys go fishing too, right?
3: Yes, we do.
1: In the summer.
3: Yeah. As instructor is a big uh, bass fishing uh, person, so I'm sure at some point Dominic will be out there fishing with him and learning the ways of how he does it.
0: Nice. That's awesome. So how, do, how where do people find you, buddy? Where's your YouTube channel? YouTube in-
1: instagram and tiktok oh my goodness you're on tiktok too
3: well we started on tiktok but tiktok is a lot of uh, a a lot difficult to put things on because there's a lot of stipulations of how you have to do everything so i haven't been posting on that one so it's just
1: instagram and youtube
0: so then people could look up dominic's wonder lab and that's how they would find you yes Okay, cool. I don't even TikTok, buddy. You're you're so tech savvy.
2: <laughs> well, Dad manages all his platforms. He is he is his manager of sorts.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. And and we love watching your science experiments on Dominic's Wonder Lab. They're quite impressive. How about you tell us a little bit about your goals for the future?
1: So, I Thinking about being a martial artist or an inventor or, believe it or not, a fashion designer.
0: Oh, I believe it. You are very creative. I could totally see you doing that. Can you tell me about what you wanted to invent? I just want to see if it's the same thing that you used to tell me you were going to invent.
1: Uh, Yeah. That has that boat has way, way, way sailed. <laughs> Do you remember what you told me? Yes. And what? Say it.
3: For the longest time, it was an Easter egg dying machine. No, that's pretty cool. Nope.
1: What? Uh, I'm not, I am not going to say what I thought it was um, but, before.
3: Yeah, no, thank you. We want to hear what it is.
1: Can
0: I say what it was, what you used to tell me? Go ahead. He used to tell me that he wanted to be an inventor, and he was going to invent a cure for blindness whenever he grew up. And I always just thought that was the sweetest thing.
3: Absolutely.
0: Good, you forgot the other thing. No, <laughs> I don't know the other thing. You've told me so many stories, buddy. <laughs> well, what do you want to invent now, Dom? Uh um,
1: I think I actually want to invent some, something that can actually help blind people. Okay. An- another another app like C A I. oh yeah that's a cool app do you use that <laughs> yes
0: nice yeah yeah there's all kinds of apps that are being created now to help um blind people navigate and everything actually when we were watching the super bowl the other night there was a commercial for i think it was like google, google, google. pixel yeah and really did cool. you <laughs>
4: Oh my god. The goodness. camera that tells you he's in the frame and all that. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. I was like, yeah, we're getting some rap for the low vision community. Finally.
2: <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. Absolutely. I love we we do love our like our Apple products. They do come fully accessible out of the box for Dominic and for blind people. So his iPad really is quite you know, helpful to him between um, the voiceover, the different apps that we can download. Um, I do think that there is a function where you can Braille on the screen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and and kind of use that as the keyboard, which, I mean, it's just phenomenal considering how expensive it is to purchase actual devices made for right. that. Um, right. So the, the iPad really does help um, him navigate through a lot of things that he wouldn't be able to do you know without it right
0: Yep. Yeah. technology is is definitely enhancing and it's definitely a blessing for us um i'm definitely an an apple user as well that's what i prefer for voiceover i just feel like voiceover is um like my go-to for everything i haven't found something that's much better than that yeah <laughs>
4: Oh, absolutely
0: and I think we have one more question.
4: Um, Tiffany and JJ, what are your hopes for Dominic's future?
3: Go ahead. Uh, I mean, I just want to see him grow up and see how he makes out into the world. Because, I mean, every day he he sets out and he shows everybody who he is and, and what he can achieve. Like, it's just... It's insane seeing the people looking at him and see him at a disadvantage and watching him prove him wrong. Absolutely. I mean, I, I just love seeing, like, all the time, I'll take him to the park. And that seemed, that to me, that's like the biggest one for me because, I'll put him on this big jungle gym with all these other kids. And you've got all these other kids that are just going crazy and all over the place. And Dominic's just climbing the ladders, going across bridges, swinging off vines and going down slides. And, I mean, all the parents just come over and they're like, they're like how's he doing? And I'm like, I mean, he's he's blind, but he's, I mean, he's just like everybody else. But yeah. like, <laughs> I just think it's awesome. I just want to see who he's going to be when he grows up. Yeah.
2: He's fearless, man, aren't you? Yes, he really is. I think he'll he'll be great at whatever he does. But, you know, naturally, as as a mom, I want to see him go out, find something that he loves to do, you know, for work every day. And of course, find that one person in the world that loves him against all the odds And just be able to really watch and be able to live the life that he was meant to he was meant to live.
0: No doubt in my mind. I don't think I've ever met someone that has such a strong will and determination and um, courage. I mean, just very courageous, confident young man. Um, And I hope you know that about yourself, Dom. Well, guys, I really appreciate you joining us and talking with us and um, just sharing Dom's perspective of blindness and your family's perspective and experience with blindness. I think it will be very valuable for anyone who's listening who may have a child who is experiencing a visual impairment or blindness or someone an adult that may be newly diagnosed I feel that it will um certainly be an inspiration and encouragement for them to keep on keeping on and I just thank you guys so much for being on and for our listeners thank you all so much for listening in and I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day